Hello listeners, this is Madeline Nagler. Welcome back to Nagler, A Star Wars Story. I'm here with my dad, Aaron Nagler. Um, today we're going to be doing our Star Wars feature film power rankings. Power rankings, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Um, we've made lists, which the We other... know what the internet likes. Yeah. The internet like, likes lists, and we've got lists for you people. Yes, and neither one of us has seen the other persons mm. yet, so Not this yet. should be... <laughs> should be good. Should be fun. I will say right off the bat, I'm going to apologize for the rattling of the air conditioner that you hear in the background. It's like 90 fucking degrees in New York City, so we want to not die while yeah. we're doing this, so you're going to hear some air conditioning. Yeah. I apologize in advance. I would like to apologize in advance for the potential okay, screaming relax. match. Because last week, literally one of my favorite reviews was from reviews. Jessica, right. who said... Shout out Jessica. Shout out Jessica, who was like, I felt like I was intruding on an intimate moment. Like The, <laughs> the arguing was so intense. The Mark like, Hamill yeah, thing got a little, got a little intense. A little intense. And no I doubt. assume the same will happen today. So. No, not at all. Yes. Not at all. So let's get started. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get started, I will say, uh, speaking of reviews and people who checked out the first episode of this podcast, thank you so much. Oh, yes. Thank you. I can't believe, as of the recording here today, as we embark here on Saturday night, uh, basically one week from our initial recording, 250 people checked it out on Anchor alone. It is now available on basically every podcast service except for iTunes. It is coming to iTunes soon. Uh, but it's on Spotify, it's on Google Play, wherever you are, on your, however you consume your podcasts, we want to be there for you. Let us know if there's a service that, for whatever reason, we're not on yet, let us know. And we will, uh, I assume anybody listening to this follows one of us on Twitter, um, let us know and we'll get on that, that service. But thank you. I can't yeah. believe the response. Like, yeah, I would crazy. also like to thank anybody who listened to last week's or is listening to this because... Star Wars is one of my favorite things in the world, and the idea that I could have an outlet to talk about it that isn't just me, like, shit posting about Adam <laughs> Driver on Twitter. Like, oh, people dear. actually... But also, like, the response from my dad's followers was pretty crazy. Like, I, it was really lovely to hear from people who don't... aren't my, like, close personal right, right. friends who, <laughs> like, listened to it and appreciated it because I know that, you know, we probably don't see eye to eye. So that was... I appreciated it very there much. Was, Thank there was you. Some, there was some healthy back and forth, yes, I thought. Like, yes, there were some I people agree. who... I agree with your dad, but yeah. you were like, here's my explanation. Like, yeah, but, but it was yeah, respectful. Yeah. Every, and I no, everybody was very lovely. much appreciated. Yeah, everybody <laughs> was lovely. Everybody was lovely. Very my good. friends were like, not you. Not, not you. About not you. You, hey, you hey. and the not you saying that Poe Dameron isn't gay. Literally, everybody was like, He's not, not gay. Everybody was like, not you. Okay, and, hey, hey, <laughs> shout out to whoever's mother thought I was funny. Thank you. Celine. Celine's mom. Shout out Celine. Her Celine's mom, mom thought my dad was Shout funny. out to you. Okay. Now let's get started because, like, for real, let's get started. Let's go. So, power rankings. Oh, yeah. We've got to start. We're going to start at the bottom and work our way up. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Definitely right. start with number 11, working our way up to our got favorite. It. Got so, it. I'll go first. Oh, God. My least favorite least, feature This film. is your least favorite. A Star Wars movie ever. And, and just so we're clear, these are... Feature film releases. Yeah, so no TV shows. No TV no, shows, yeah. no comic books, no nothing. Yeah, this is feature films. Feature fi if, it, it if it was released into the cinemas, yes. it is on these. It is on the rank. Right. 
So my least favorite is Phantom Menace. Now, Madeline. Madeline. let me just say this. I When I was at Celebration this year, <sighs> yes. I met um, Ahmed Best. Thank you, Jessica, for letting me come with you. She had like a signing op thing, right. and you're allowed to bring a friend with you. So I was like, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and so I went, and we were, we were both kind of saying the same thing, which is regarding the prequels, like watching those movies we had no fucking idea what was going on like when you're a kid you have just no right. way of absorbing that there's some sort of like a trade well it's not problem. as delineated as the original trilogy where it's no, like it bad guys not. good guys blah 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 like it's no, like it is not. very murky and, but it was yeah. like just no idea of the the politics at play in right. those movies but right. we were like jar jar like we loved him i used you to play as him all the time jar jar i used that, to play as little. him in the lego video game olive your youngest sister but basically loves jar jar, my still. point to ahmed best being the right. movies were so bad and i don't know what people were on about because you were the only good part like, you were the only good part good except Lord. for padme amidala why, obviously why, why you gotta do drugs before we record like it's not right it's not right. That being said, Phantom Menace is so fucking slow. It's like the Harry Potter of the <laughs> Star Wars movies. That's, that's pretty it's good. It's so slow. That's pretty good. It's so political. Yeah. And it's like, I like some politics in my Star Wars. Right, but right. like, and I'm not even an action person. You know me. I know, I know. But like, there's just nothing happening I with know, those characters. It's all so it's bad. contrived. It's bad. Don't get me wrong. There's like no chemistry between any of the actors, in my opinion. They're very cardboard. Yes. We've just found out that Qui Gon was looking for black people to okay, slaughter don't bring in cold blood. In his <laughs> That's not part of my review. Screen but stuff. I know. Come on. Now. But that no, really, it's just so slow, and there's really nothing happening. And when Anakin is that young, it's yeah. like there's nothing really see him for tear, me to look at away with from his Padme mother. and Anakin. So it's like yeah. that's boring, and then like okay. Anthony Darth Lane, Maul rocks. Though. Anthony That's Lane, like the one Darth good Maul part is like that, the saving the grace. The only good part of that movie. Anthony Lane had the best lines in his review of the Phantom Menace, which at the time I remember being really mad at because, like, inside of myself, I knew he was right. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember reading some kind of blurb slash reviews because that was before, tw- way before Twitter. I remember theforce.net, shout out to them because that was like the website that I was obsessive with when I was in college because that's 99 when it came out and I would check it every day and there were like new leaks and new rumors and blah 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 blah. so leading up to the release of Phantom Menace I I had heard some of the unkind reviews from once it was once the embargo was lifted but this was right before it came out and I was like these people don't know Star Wars like they don't know what they're talking about and then I specifically remember the first like it's literally I think in the first five minutes of the film when Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are in the conference room and they put they take their hoods off and Obi-Wan says, I have a bad feeling about this. And I thought to myself, oh, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Like, it literally was uh, like, yeah. oh, shit, this could, this could be, be bad. bad. This yeah. could literally be bad. And Anthony Lane also in his review put the greatest line about that movie when he said, the only time this moribund enterprise comes to life is the pod race and i know you hate the pod race i, I hate love the pod, race. the pod race i hate the pod it's race. like everything george lucas always loved as far as like 
speed, recklessness. It's a fucking It's a drag fest. race. It's a drag it's race. A it's great. I it. Is it is so I love slow it. and boring. The only thing that's and bad that about Anakin it. And Anakin is so unlikable. I'm yes, sorry. It's true. I assume that's he's true. grown enough now that I can criticize his four-year-old acting, but yes. oh my god. Well, he got arrested not too long ago. Oh, really? So yes. I can really criticize his acting. He's like just so like unlikable to me. Like well, you know I just crazy? don't feel Wait, for him at you all. You know what's crazy about that kid? Hayden, um, um, Wasn't he like a better kid or whatever? Yes, in the in the, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. the making of. Yeah. They literally have the the last like they show the last I think they show the the headshots for the last four kids that were up for it, and they have the screen tests for the kid who got it, and then the other kid. Basically, I guess it was became it came down to the two of them. The other kid's so good. Yeah, he's so good. But if they had a better actor playing Anakin, I bet you I would like a lot oh, more of that God, movie. Oh God, it's way so more. depressing because it's like, how does like how does M Night Shyamalan find Haley Joe Osment? Right? Like, how do all these people go out and find like the the girl who's in Logan? Like, all these yeah. directors go out and find these no, brilliant child actors. You know what I mean? Hello, and Elsa George Fisher. Lucas I mean, goes out and child, finds the still. most wooden, yeah, terrible yeah. kid actor ever in the history of film. <laughs> I like, know. come on. And then he does it again with Hayden Christensen. Like, anyway, we'll get there. But Oof. I will say. Some people listening to this are about to be like. But I, I will say. I, I know say. I have Hayden Christensen apologists listening from from oh, my end. God. I'm, I love, like, him and how he's embraced yeah, but he did. The fans, but, and, and I appreciate yes. him, but I'm not like, uh, you know. He can't. Like, he's I, not a good actor. Uh, he's just not a good actor. And what's he's fine your to look least at. favorite movie? <sighs> Let's drift away from this territory before I say something. Wait, but I gotta say one last thing about Phantom Menace because we'll get to it on my thing as well. But um, w- w- the thing with Phantom Menace that just kind of blows my mind is like. All the buildup. I'll never forget when the the trailers for Phantom Menace are way better than the actual film. Bro, and that happens the, a lot with Star Wars. The poster for but Phantom like, Menace is oh my, probably the initial my one, favorite. The first like, one, one where of my favorite Star Jake Wars Jake Lloyd, that's ever. his name. Jake Lloyd yeah, yeah, yeah. is standing the in the shadow, shadow of Vader. Vader yeah. on the, yes, that is one of the greatest posters yeah. ever. But like, I'll never forget the first full trailer. Not the teaser, but the first full trailer... Where, you know, it's the they're on Naboo and the the droid ships are coming over the hill and they're playing the music from Empire Strikes Back uh, in Cloud City. I, I mean, I bawled my eyes out, but like I just felt yeah. so like, oh my god, here we go, yeah, like here we fucking go. And <laughs> then you we, get to the cinema, here we, here we fucking go. And then you get to the cinema <laughs> and it's like I have a bad feeling about this. And yeah. uh, you okay. were right about one thing, Master. The negotiations were short. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. What are you doing, George? One thing I will say though, while we're on the subject of the prequels, is like, I'm so fucking excited right now because obviously it was just announced that this new Hunger Games prequel book is coming out, set like 64 well, years before about Hunger Games in our shush, podcast. Shush, shush. Um, and <laughs> I'm really excited because I would like to imagine that the prequel movies will not be done like dirt. Like the Star Wars prequels were, mm-hmm. 
I think that because there's no sole mastermind there right. outside of the author, yeah. that they'll do it they'll get justice. Something right. So, to my hey, three Hunger Games okay. apologists listening. If we listening, want to talk outside Star Wars prequels, coming to Netflix in November, the Dark Crystal prequel looks, yeah, that looks fucking awesome. amazing. Looks so good. I cannot wait Same. for that. All right. All right. My, my least favorite Star Wars film yes. of all time, the one that makes me want to burn everything yes, with fire, I know. is Attack of the Clones. Yep. If for no other reason, there are several reasons, but I if know for what you're gonna no say, other reason mad. is all of the fucking romance scenes. I love the romance They're so scenes. bad. They're so bad. I They're love so them. bad. They make me I want that to destroy the scene. universe. Wait, stop. I love that deleted scene where one of her like handmaidens or whatever is like oh your boyfriend like that. And she's not. It's not my boyfriend. I was like, oh, yes. Like, uh, I want I, to die every I time them. I watch it. The only thing that that they're movie corny, has, but it's like at only, least it's fucking they're interesting. corny. Corny is like a compliment at least to those they're scenes. Interesting to watch. Like, what are Phantom, you talking about? The Phantom Menace does not have anything when remotely when, as interesting. When as Darth Maul ignites his double sided lightsaber, no, that's cool. That is better than anything one, in Attack of the, the Clones. The one minute, the oh one moment God. in that movie, every move that Darth Maul makes, every utterance no, from Darth scene, Maul's lips, I know, is but, better than Attack oh my God, of the Clones. I'm saying that. One scene with Darth Maul in it is probably better, but like, Lord. Attack of the Clones for me will come before Phantom Menace solely because of Yoda's fight. No, I hate Yoda's fight. But what are you talking about? I hate Yoda's fight. Oh my god! I hate Yoda in the prequels. Oh my god! Oh I my god! I hate Yoda in the okay, prequels. Here's why he's I... not fun or who he like. I he's know. not. Here's my his thing about Yoda in the prequels. At all. He's so I, out of I'm character. I'm with you on this. The fact that what pisses me off about Yoda in the prequels is so when they developed Yoda for Empire, right? Yeah. It was this idea of this creature who lives in a swamp, and this is how he came about. Like literally, that's how they designed him because he lives there. Blah blah. And then they like. Oh, we're going to do the prequels. We've got to have Yoda in them. And, yeah. like, Yoda's at, like, Coruscant yeah. in the Jedi Temple. Which, he was designed for a swamp. I mean, he wasn't in no damn Jedi Temple. Yeah. But now we've got to shoehorn him in there because yeah. that's what George wants to do. I hate that so much. I don't care much. so much about that. Probably because I just didn't grow up with him. So yes. it's like, for Correct. me, I, I grew up with him already being in the Jedi Temples because right. right, the right, prequels right. came out when I was a baby. Yep. yep. But like, for me, it was just his whole persona was completely changed. And yeah. that was one of my it favorite was. things about The Last Jedi was Yoda they brought, coming back. That's one of the best things his, Ryan did. One of the best him things. Him coming back to his actual the playful personality fun. Like, and i love that yeah yeah and, his and ryan talks about that a lot where and, he says yeah. like i wanted the one we saw in empire yeah. i wanted the guy who was like really really mischievous like i love and the good that. thing yes. about us talking about this now oh is oh my my number 10 on my list is attack of the clones Ooh. it just just beats phantom menace <laughs> because I fucking love Padme Amidala so much. And she doesn't shine as much in Phantom Menace, right. but she definitely gets more moments in Attack of the Clones. Right. And I just love her so I just think she's such a brilliant character. And I think it kind of sucks that her movies are not, you know, the best Star Wars movies because as yeah. a character in and yeah. of herself, they're going to be the least so watched. cool. Yeah. 
she's just such she's got such a quiet strength and i think it's so cool that there's a character who fights with diplomacy as opposed to special force powers yeah, or yeah, yeah. she does she's not even like a bounty hunter kick ass type no, of no, like no. she is she's just a diplomat she's political. literally a diplomat yeah and i think yeah, yeah. It, and she's just so cool. i love her i love padme my number 10 is the clone wars the animated the feature the animated one correct bro it's a feature film and it's better than attack of the clones uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Wait, yes, no, wait. it is. Better than Attack of the Clones? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I, I just, to me, I it's like... I thought you said it was worse. Than no, no. And I get, like, people hating on it. I remember when the reviews came out, they were like, this like, wooden, whoa, te- this whoa, wooden whoa, animation, whoa, whoa, blah, blah, whoa. blah. You think The Phantom Menace is better, is better than, than, than The Clone, Clone Wars? Wars? Are you 100%. on crack? A billion percent. Are you on crack? A billion that percent. That movie is not engaging. <laughs> we're going to What? The Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones? Correct. Phantom Menace is not engaging. Yes, it is. Clone Wars is engaging. The Clone Wars, I love because it introduces us to Ahsoka. I know. That's like the whole... Number one selling. I'll tell you what. The the first kind of 20... Snips, exactly. The first like 20, 25 minutes of that film when they're introducing the idea that she's going to be kind of hoisted upon Anakin. Yeah. I freaking love that whole storyline. Yeah, I love that. How it develops. I love how Obi-Wan yeah. is kind of mischievously being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. here you go, <laughs> yeah, my yeah, young yeah. Padawan. You know, like, I've, I love that. Obi-Wan love is that. like the Deadpool of Star Wars. <laughs> like, do you know right. what I mean? In terms of like his placement it's and personality. So it's so true. <laughs> but I love, okay. So, like I said, I know that film got killed when it came out and I understand why, but I enjoy I it don't give a as fuck. a standalone yeah, I know. I love Ahsoka, first of all. I love... But comparative to all thing, the other Star Wars films, my, it's down there. No, no, no. My favorite thing about the Clone Wars animated film is that right. I love Anakin in that movie. Yes, yeah, so do I. I yes. love his personality. Yes. I love his story. He's better than Hayden Christensen. He's, he's, so be- he's better than Anakin in the prequels. Yeah, 100%. He's better written, better, better performed. Better acted, better everything. Just yes. everything. And, yes. and totally agree. He... The, those... First of all, the Clone Wars show and the Clone Wars animated movie. Which we're getting more Clone Wars. Can't I know, wait. can't wait. November. But that, those linked things yes. made me more sympathetic to Anakin than the prequels, than the prequels ever, ever did. did. 100%. Ever did. Totally made him agree. a more realistic human character to me than the prequels ever did. Absolutely I love it. Absolutely great. Wait, okay. so what, who do you have at number nine then? At number nine, I have Revenge of the Sith. Who are you? Like, what do you do? For the a last what like forty minutes of that movie are great. The rest of it is like Phantom Menace two point But the but the last forty minutes what are you beat talking? the first ten minutes is all like attack on the Chancellor's ship and getting the I, Chancellor out. I don't care. I love, I, the last oh. forty minutes. Whoa, we whoa, are whoa. still flying half a ship. The last whoa. forty minutes though are great. Are better than like the other two prequels. That's correct. Like the last well, 40 minutes. Again, so I come good. back to Anthony Lane all the time because I love his writing yeah. and I love his reviews for The New Yorker. If you haven't checked out, A, his writing, you should do so. B, his Star Wars reviews are the best. I've read them too. They're very funny. They're hilarious. Yeah. And my favorite bit when he reviewed Revenge of the Sith was, uh, word is that this is better than the two predecessors, which is much like saying... Uh, Dying by crucifix is preferable yeah, yeah. to like dying by starvation or something. Like it's just. I do love the great. last forty minutes though, and it's because I'm a dark side apologist, so I just love watching the. Turn. It's great, except for except for. No. Oh, that is a disaster. Like, it's so bad. I thought like, why, that like George, something had happened why? when I. 
The Why, first time George? I watched Revenge of the Sith and that scene happened, I literally was like, did I accidentally switch to college humor? I'm so Like, confused. why? That why, was so, George? why would you do that? Why, literally, George? why would you do that? Like, I have no idea. Did James Earl Jones, like, how did he do it? Like, how did he, like, he was in the booth, like the recording booth, But you right? know what I like? And he, did he go at one point, I want more money? Yeah, literally. Like, he had to have, right? Let's ignore that. I, I, you know what's so funny? I'm so in denial about that scene. I forgot it even happened. I like it's push it worst. down in it's my brain until worst. I forget it exists. But I love, you know, you are my brother, Anakin. Oh like my what, god, I, oh, that whole scene, that whole scene is gr- oh and a big, okay. But I big props say. to you and McGregor there because I don't think yeah. anybody else. It was really it hard to pull because like, they're, they're not great. They're not great, it's not dialogue, great dialogue, but no. such good acting. The acting's phenomenal. I and like, Hayden Christensen, I'll give him props too. Because when he says, yeah, no, I hate you, it's the so I hate you bit, is that good. is dope. Yeah, that is dope. That's probably the best thing he does yeah. in the entire Um trilogy. Also, I get PTSD because of that scene, because at Star Wars Celebration, when we were waiting to go in the episode oh, no. nine panel, like right, right, right. Star Wars show stage, waiting room area, yeah, yeah. they had a sh- fucking humongous poster of that scene hanging over <laughs> us. And it's really like Obi-Wan and Anakin, and right. we were just staring up at it like, I? Because like, we're just... <laughs> But, okay, something, unsung heroes of the entire prequel franchise, world, Clone Wars included, whatever, they have some of my favorite droids in the whole franchise, the Roger Roger droids. Oh, you love those when you were a kid. I love them now. I love them You would literally walk around the apartment going, Roger Roger. 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 I fucking (laughs) love them. And I, I, because the new show's coming out. See, and I hated that shit. I I loved it. it. I know you did. I know. And and you know what? Because the new show's coming out, I was Mm rewatching some old Clone Wars. And they fucking make me laugh. They're They're funny. In the Clone Wars, they're funny. They're so funny. In the films, they piss me off. But in the in Clone Wars, it's like it's a different yeah. lens you're looking yeah, at yeah, it through. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, so number, are we at number nine? We are at. Wait, I think you need to say your. Uh, my number nine is Phantom Menace. Yeah, like, well, I'm, I figured. I'm, yeah. I figured. So I figured. I'm down there with Phantom so, Menace. We've done eleven, ten, nine. Mm-hmm. My eight is the the animated Clone Wars. So we've covered that. Okay. It's above any of the you're prequels. Gonna, you're gonna be really mad, my raid. I'm scared. You're okay. gonna be really mad. <laughs> okay, what is it? The Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke. The Last Jedi. This is the not Last a joke. Jedi. This is my life. The Last Jedi. I'm like, Number are you eight. on actual crack right now? Okay. And as you and I have talked about many Return times, but this Jedi is new. The Last Jedi? This is, of oh. course, a billion percent. Okay, oh. but as you and I the have talked stench. about oh, many times, smells. <laughs> you and I have talked about this many times. Our <laughs> listeners have not heard this, so let's hash this out. God. The Last Jedi is incredible in the sense of how it's written and the narratives and where Ryan saw the franchise going. You just don't like the execution. I fucking hate the execution. It is putrid. It is prequel level bad for most of it. The humor is awful and un-Star Wars and the characters are really super cardboard. The only thing that works that he did, one of there's two things that I love about Last Jedi. One of which we've already talked about is Yoda. Bringing Yoda back in the way he did and the way he made Yoda. I love that. And I love that he yeah. acknowledged like... Frank like, Oz, baby. Frank Oz and like like just the whole character. Like yeah. he's mischievous and his relationship yeah, no. with Luke. And I love it. Just incredibly wise, but also um, goofy, but making it work. Like it's yeah. not forced at all. Like at it's all. Just, and like, it's and so it, works. And it's funny. And it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like super deep and great. 
Like, I love it. I love yeah. his handling of Yoda, mm-hmm. and I love and I love the idea that he had for Luke. And I know that we talked about this last week about Mark Hamill and uh, you know the idea that this fallen icon, this fallen hero. I love that. Yeah. I love it. And the other thing that I, I I love about Last Jedi is the idea of a force bond with. Dad, are you a fucking Raylo? <laughs> no, no, ma'am. But I do love. We're the force getting bond. there, ladies. I do love. So close. I do love the force bond, like that whole idea. And the thing that the where I really, what I really loved, and I, it was funny because I I tweeted Ryan literally the night we got out of Last Jedi, seen it the very first time, and this is the thing that really struck me. And you think about that entire film, and the one kind of thing he did with it that really stuck with me is when he cuts between uh kylo and leia at the beginning when he's about to fire and then he doesn't he takes his thumb off but like when he cuts between their faces it's literally he uses literally the same technique that irvin kershner uses in empire when luke is on the falcon oh and they're about to like activate the i saw somebody tweeting about that and i was like but I, that night, I, I yeah. tweeted Ryan. I was like, "That was amazing." Because I like, a, it's a nod right to Empire and to that connection. Because that was like yeah. really the first time in the entire franchise that you saw like, when Luke and Vader are connected, and that the the dissolve between the two, because everything else had been like wipes or straight cuts, and then that was the first time in Empire where you saw this like this transition that was like a I don't know what the technical term for it is but like their faces just kind of like appear back and yeah. forth and the yeah, lens a, opens up or whatever it's a really really great Star Wars movie so anyways um, next on the list relax <laughs> and I'm just saying like that was the moment where I was like okay this kid gets it and he totally does I just hate Cantobite I and don't I hate wanna... all the humor all the fucking shit with the Oh, uh, okay. I'll hold. Like it's I'm like gonna, what? This is not the office in space, people. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna hold my tongue for this one yes, because we'll the last Jedi is it. further up on my list. So I'll no. talk about it when I get to <laughs> yes, it. Yes, of course. So which number was that? That was that was for me. That was eight. Eight. Yep. Nine. Oh dear. My eight was animated Clone Wars, so I'll do seven. My seven is Rogue One. So, Ooh, now we're going to have words. Rogue One, I think, cinematically is probably the best Disney era Star Wars movie. Um, probably like best directed, best active, best edited. Which is funny because it, like, like it has like three directors, but yeah. Yeah, but I, it is hands down the one I have the like least connection to well i I understand that because it's the it's the 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 standalone movie it's it's the one where we don't know any of the characters it's the most war it's the most war yeah exactly that's not your thing and that's not my thing exactly and but my thing was like exactly like what you said it's kind of like it's the most actiony most like politically like it was a bit darker and grittier than the other ones which is definitely not my thing like my favorite thing was my dad saying that he didn't like how camp the last Jedi was and I was like well no fucking wonder I loved it so much like it's just like you gravitate towards different vibes you know what I mean and that's fine that's what Star Wars is about 
I Bring still, them all in. I still love Rogue One. I think it's an excellent film. Right. Not that I'm, I need to be the one to qualify that, but, right. you know, whatever. And I really love that we're going to get more Cassian because he was hands down one of my favorite characters. I, know, I can't believe we get a whole, like, fan, like a whole more, show around more him. So, awesome. More so, though, K2SO. Literally yes, we get more wormed K2. his How way into my heart like the second he appeared on oh screen. Oh my god. I'll never forget. By the way. I fucking loved him. So I took your youngest sister, Olive, to see Rogue One because yeah. she really wanted to go see it. Yeah. K2, when K2 bites it, I, I she's lost my never, shit. No, but she's never been more upset. Like, ever. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen her more upset. When we left, she was still crying. I mean, he does not die... <laughs> At the no, end of the doesn't. film, yeah, like yeah, yeah. he get bites it like way before the end. We left, and she was still mad at me for bringing her because <laughs> I had seen the film already yeah. and brought her, and she was like, "I can't believe you brought me to this!" Like Disney, she was so mad. Disney, keep your droids from your standalone I'm film he, challenge. I mean, like, seriously, between him and L three, I know, right? They literally have killed. And well, because they got to explain why I'm, they're not I know, around I know. later. I'm going to get flack for this, but oh, K2SO and L337 337 are my favorite Star Wars droids. No More flack. so, they're, they're your no, That's because fine. they're not as iconic. Obviously, well, they haven't been around so R2, for as long. 3PO, whatever, but they are whatever. my favorite Star yeah, Wars droids, fun. and I was so mad. I was big mad. I was like, "Oh, are you kidding me? Both of them? Right. Twofer? I feel twofer. Twofer. <laughs> anyway, I feel that. I yeah, feel that. but wait, point, what number point, was that for you? Point wait. being, point being, I love Rogue One. And I have no actual qualms with the film. I just don't gravitate towards it or connect with it as much as I yeah, do the yeah. others. I feel, so, I feel that. Your turn. I that think that was seven. That was seven for you, right? Yeah. My seven is Revenge of the Sith. It's it's the best of the prequels. Yeah. Um, that Anthony Lane line notwithstanding. As you said, the last 40 minutes are baller. Yeah. You see, I mean, I remember geeking out to um, those shots where... At the end, when Vader is now Vader, and yeah. they're standing on the bridge of the Star Destroyer watching no. the, and Tarkin is there. <laughs> it's funny too because like Attack of the, with the, going back to the Attack of the Clones real quick. Like, yo, I if anyone's seen the Triumph, Insult Comic Dog, oh, at on that Conan premiere? at the premiere, <laughs> I'm in that line. Like, I'm not in the video. The ceremonial banging am, of the plastic toys. I am literally in that line. <laughs> Like, I was there when it premiered at uh, the Ziegfeld, RIP. Um, I saw not only the midnight showing, but I went back for the 3 a.m. showing. Okay. And then the manager was like, if you guys want to stick around, I'll do a 6 a.m. showing. I'm like, we were, like, obsessed. And you were a baby. And I'll never forget coming home. And your mom was so mad because <laughs> I, I didn't think I was going to stay for a second showing, yeah. but I did. Okay. It was awesome. I will say one of my favorite things. If you have not seen it, go watch it. Triumph the insult comic oh dog God, on the so line great. for Attack of the Clones. It's, it's so great. And if it's you're hilarious. a Star Wars fan, you'll love it. And like, but I loved it, and I'm like one of the people he's making fun of. Like in yeah. it, by in essence. Yeah. Like those okay. are my people. But that being said, one of my favorite things about that video is there's like three women in it. And like now that line would be so different. And I oh, mean that in such 100%. a genuine way. It's true. Like yes. I just love a how how percent. diversified the fandom yes. has become in the past couple of years like yes. it's so cool to think that me and my friends would be on that line now, i will say you know? though it's kind of cool if you watch that video like you're mentioning it there are minorities there are women yeah like long before not, that became just, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a selling point for disney yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it was like just that not was as all much re- as there would be no, now 100%. I, I mean. but 
I'm just saying the franchise in and of itself attracted yeah. a fandom. You know okay. what I mean? Next one. Oh. Is this six, I think? Yes. Um, my six yes. is Return of the Jedi. That's all right. That's, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, we're close to Return of the Jedi yeah. on my list. I mean, so. it's, it's just... It's just cheesy, you know. Like they obviously Lots lost a little steam there. Oh, like, you know why? They just you know why? Okay, I'm going to go on my rant right now. They this is re- my rant. Okay, well, I haven't finished you go right giving ahead. my review yet. Give your but review. they just kind of they clearly copied a new hope. Like I know that's an obvious thing to say and we all right. are in agreement on that, but right. I'm just saying like obviously they copied a new hope and then Leia got an 80s makeover <laughs> and Han was like maybe I do want to take her to the prom and then like, you know, I mean it is what it is. It's like it's not a bad film. It's super entertaining. It wraps up the trilogy well. Everybody has a big Ewok party. Okay, in my opinion, one of the biggest gifts that film gave me was I love the scene in Jason Fry's The Last Jedi Extended Edition novelization. Always back to square one with me. But he talks about the day, the ending of that film and Mm. that day and how Leia and Han are like laying in the Ewok vicinity i don't know what the fuck they call their <laughs> their habitat you know hut i guess right. one of those ones in the sky like willy wonka but like <clears throat> he's like whittling something and she's like what is that supposed to be like a spoon like i don't remember what she says right, and right. he and it was supposed to be leia and so he like throw, tosses it aside kind of like embarrassed and she's like reminiscing this in his funeral scene right, in the right. novel right. but i was like oh i just thought that was so sweet and human and like That's such great. a han solo moment totally. just being like Trying embarrassed, like, but like playing it off, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Eh, whatever. I wasn't really doing anything anyway. That's like one of my favorite. It makes me soft when I think about it. Whenever I watch that movie, I think that that scene happened right after, and I, yeah. I just it, it makes me happy. Here's my know. thing about Return of the Jedi, which okay, well, I'll first of all, my we're at six, right? Yes. Because I'm we're, we're about to get a Return of the Jedi Wait, on my list 11, as well. 10, 9, 8, 7. Yes, we're at six. Um, so I'll I'll do my six first, which is. Force Awakens. How is it that low on the list? Because everything above it is awesome. Because it's a new hope again. I mean, that's true. It introduces Rey, which is awesome. And the first 25, 30 minutes of that film are fucking phenomenal. Like, I love the, the, the first part of that film. But what, like, what, what's crazy, though, is like my favorite Star Wars character of all time is Han Solo. But once Han Solo shows up in that movie, it just dies. Everything dies. Everything just slows down. Everything just kind of just like hits molasses level. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they go to Maz and it's like whatever. And then like Kylo shows up and it's like oh god. And then he sees I, Leia. Listen, I have and, oh, long god. held. It's like that it just takes forever. Have, Everything takes forever. I have long held. And Hux does his speech. It's I like, hate oh, Hux. God, oh. I hate Hux. I'm anti Hux. But like. I have long held that my dad is just anti my reproductive rights because oh, every, single time, every single time, every single time, Kylo, to do with any of that. Kylo takes off his mask. He's like, "Oh, now the movie's bad." Like, <laughs> that wasn't it. And I, I love know. that. And I love when he does I'm, the whole bit. Of, like, I'm joking. The call but still, to the light and all that. Like, I love all I'm that. I'm joking. But I know. Still, I know. It's like, but it's like, come the, on, the, if, come if, on, if give my boy some rights. I'm telling you, once they leave Jakku, it dies until Ray pulls the fucking saber out of the snow. Yeah. 
that's when it's like on again. But like, okay, JJ, if you're listening to this, Ben without the helmet needs to fucking rock my dad's socks off. So make it happen. Like, literally. That's the thing. It's like we've talked about this. Uh, The the Falcon scene in Jakku. Top That's three action moments yeah. in Star Wars. Probably mine too. It's I love probably it. in my top, top three. Top three, no doubt. Um, but the whole Ray in the Star Destroyer, the scavenging, going down the, the sand, you yes, know, love. hill. Love it. All of that. All the stuff at, at the outpost. I love all of that. Um, you know, uh, uh, Finn and Poe. How they meet, yes. like escaping. Oh yeah, escaping the the star it's destroyer. Like you need a pilot. Back to Jakku. I'm like, I bet you do. But Sorry. all of that, that's great. Yeah. And that's Kasdan and the, like the yeah, whole yeah, the yeah, kind yeah, of back yeah. and forth, and, like, and the banter, and it's great. And then Solo shows up, and it's like, uh, and they all like it's great up until like when he's talking about like Skywalker and I knew Luke and. The Jedi, and it was all mumbo-jumbo. The thing is, is, it's true, and it's great. But then as soon as it's, oh, the Wrath Tars and all of that, then mm-hmm. it gets silly, and it's just, like, dies. Okay. I'm going to keep mine, because um, Force Awakens is also on my list. So I'll talk about it when we get to it yes. on my list. I'm going to go to my number five. Yes. Which is oh Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Madeline. <laughs> Madeline. And now I have to disown you. You just hear in the background, (laughs) (laughs) Madeline had to leave. Yeah, Um, right. Empire Strikes Back is clearly... Number five Uh, of every uh, Star Wars uh, film. Domestic violence arriving. Oh my God. No, um, it's clearly the fan favorite film. And I know I'm going to get some heat, but I'm going to keep it real with you. I like. There's nothing wrong with it. I no, love, I, really. There is nothing wrong with it. I Correct. love that movie. It's a great film, and it has a maturity and depth that A New Hope lacks. But that being said, I find myself coming to A New Hope more. I just think it. Maybe it's the sentimentality of it being the first one. Maybe it's because it's the one I feel like I watched the most as a kid. Right. Um, but well, it's good because I didn't want to scare you. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would put that on way more times yeah. than I ever put on Empire. The only thing you liked in Empire was Yoda. You yeah. loved that. Oh, I fucking loved Yoda you, when that, I was You little. died Still for do, it. You, like, literally cried tears yeah. of laughter every so time funny. I put that on. But yes. A New Hope, for me, just beats Empire Strikes Back because we're, like, meeting everybody for the first time. I feel and that. I feel it. I'm like the queen of enemies to lovers, and I love Han and Leia's banter in A New Hope. It's like in Empire, they're getting there, you know? And I just love them, like, before they're getting there, and they're like, meh, 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 meh. Like, I don't know. And, like, for me, Luke is less annoying in A New Hope. Because, what? Because we're meeting him. Like, he's Luke annoying. literally has the line, wait, 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 wait. going to Tashi Station know, to pick I up know. some power converters. Which, he's, like, he's annoying tarnished his legacy forever. He's annoying... In all the movies, let's just be real. But he like, legit drops everything to go save his friends in Empire, and you think he's annoying. Yeah. Good he's Lord. so annoying. I'm sorry. In like Good all God. the movies except the last what have I done Luke wrong. is annoying. What have I but done wrong? In A New Hope, it's like you're setting wrong. up the franchise, and I like no, it. Exactly. And I, one of the things that I like about Luke in A New Hope that is not the same in Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. is in A New Hope, 
He is set up to be the lens through which you're watching everything else. Yes, of course. He is He's the Lucas. one that you He's follow. Yes. Exactly. You follow yeah. him and you're like, this is new to me. This is new to me too. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing on Tatooine that you don't comprehend but from I the love, moment I love, you get though, there. What I love, though, well, I'll, I'll talk about this when we get to New Hope on my list. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, I might as well just say, like, A New Hope is... Um, on my list, number four. It's like right above Empire Strikes Good Back. God. And it's just for the reasons that I've said. Like, I don't know. I just like it more. I also like, because my favorite original trilogy characters are Han and Leia. And mm-hmm. outside of their romantic relationship, I just love how we're introduced to them in those movies. Yes. I really 100%. love it. Yes. Like, Leia being, and I don't even mean this in a feminist way. Like, oh, she's such a badass. <laughs> like, that's right, not what right. I mean. No, but I just. Leia being like, I hate saying the word sassy because then it sounds like I'm trying to make no, some but sort she of is. feminist she's thing. She's sassy. It's fine. But it's like, you can say that. I, I don't like her being she sassy is. because she she's. She doesn't. She gives the sass because yeah, yeah. she doesn't. Ca- like, you know what but I mean? Like, she kicks my ass. My thing is, like, I don't, I don't love her being sassy because she's a woman. I love her being sassy because it fits her character yep. perfectly and it works with the dynamic of the rest of the group and Correct. like I love the idea of and it's of, Carrie Fisher exactly and she's it's her performance amazing exactly but and that's I, what's so great when you talk about yeah. the, the it fits the dynamic it's like that's how Lucas cast it exactly right? like he saw these people together and saw Carrie Fisher playing Giving off Mark Hamill pa- yeah. playing off Harrison Ford and being like yep that I works. loved the idea of a character that a stormtrooper walks into their cell and she says, aren't you a little well, short? short for a like, pending yeah. execution. Yep. Like, and that's what you say. Like, that's I just great. love that it's great. idea, you know? So and great. to me, I'm like, I don't even think Han would say something like that. No. Like, he's a smart Alex, but I don't a, think he, he would, would say that. He would make a that. joke, but not that Not joke. that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I just, I, um, and also like the, everything's fine here now. How are fine. you? Like, I don't know. There's so many moments in that movie that, in my mind, just resonate Which is more funny than in Empire Strikes Back. Because most most of those are uh, the two people who's it's a it's a husband and wife duo whose names totally escape me at the moment. But they were brought in and they did a lot on Star Wars on the original. Oh, uh, I read about that. They but I don't they, know who they, are. they added most yeah. uh, not all of them, but most of the like quips and banter yeah. stuff that we love mm-hmm. that's not lucas which no, was I no know. surprise <laughs> yeah. that being anybody. said i if any of you watch the family guy star oh, wars god the family See, now guy, here's a problem sh- you view these films through that lens so I that do, is a problem but so does all whatever but yes. the family guy star wars parodies the empire strikes back one is my favorite yeah i just think leia is not being productive to the energy of the ship no. Wait, anyway. Speaking of, okay, Olive here is here go. to say something. Come here. Come here. Come Olive here. is, by the way, begging to be a guest on this podcast. <laughs> and now we're inviting her over and she's, and she's going, like, oh, I don't I know. know. I don't know. Real quickly. Real quickly. Let's go. Um, what is your favorite Star Wars film? Probably. Gotta speak up. You got, yeah, loud. Oh, okay. Um, probably. That's hard. It is you've, hard. You've had like six hours to think about it. We told you I'm, what we were going to ask you. Don't, don't bang the table. Oh. Um, probably Force Awakens. Oh, that's right. good. Why is it Force Awakens? Because I feel like <laughs> we're both like fine. I'll take it. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, no, You're that's a like, good. It's a good middle yeah. ground. No, but why? Why? Probably because when they took a Raven, it wasn't like it was kind of the big movie that made all the fans start. Oh, it re-energized the, re-energized the franchise. The yeah, franchise. I, I feel and that. And it what. 
made Madeline and I actually like the movie. True. That's it, true. We like made I you and me give a shit for like yeah. the first time. <laughs> Wait, so and you love Harrison Ford, right? You were talking about that earlier. I yeah, love that. Olive loves I love, Harrison. Olive loves Harrison Ford. Yo, if you watch it, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Harrison, Harrison if you listen in, bro. Give Olive a shout yeah. out. <laughs> Links. <laughs> right. All right. Say bye okay. to the people. Bye. Say bye. bye. Say bye. Thank you, Olive. Right. Goodbye. Bye, Olive. Um, so, wait, that being said, my number... Wait, I didn't get my number five yet. No, but I'm saying, like, that's my number five, five. and four. Empire. So, I'm... Oh, or, okay. or six and five? Wait. I keep losing Six track. and five, I think. I wrote this yeah. on my notes app, and I did it from the bottom up. Yeah. But it writes it as, like, one to eleven. So, they're in opposite You're orders. Wait, five, Yeah, no, wait. So, my number five... Oh, God. ...is Return of the Jedi. Okay. And I just want to say, because I was going to say this earlier, but I wanted to save it till we got to Return of the Jedi on my list. Because I want to say, what recently passed Gary Kurtz means to me, he -hmm. produced both New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and then literally had a falling out, basically kind of during the filming of Empire, because like he kept going over budget, and like he kind of let Irvin Kershner film what he wanted. Like the scene where Yoda lifts the X-Wing out of the bog of Dagobah. Mm -hmm. That's literally 11 hours of filming for close to 30 seconds of film time, screen time, right? And it's genius. It's fucking brilliant. Because, like, it's not CGI. It's before computers. And you can see. And most of it, there's one shot that is green screen, but most of it is, like, a real, actual, life-size X-Wing on wires. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, Mark Hamill is in the space with the fucking thing. And it's, like... As a kid, looking at this, I was like, oh my god, this little fucking thing yeah. literally just lifted this huge hunk of metal out of the fucking swamp. Like, it impacts you as a viewer. Yeah. And that's Gary Kurtz. But beside all that, Kurtz and Lucas had a falling out about the direction of Return of the yeah. Jedi. Because Lucas he wanted it to be like didn't darker. want Solo to die, wanted to make yeah. sure everyone like is happy, happy at the ending. end. And wanted to do the Ewoks, wanted to do another attack on another Death Star, blah, blah. You just said, it's basically you're doing a new hope again. Like, and Kurtz didn't want that. Kurtz wanted to, like, really explore, complete, like, go down the road they have started with, with Empire. Keep exploring the characters. Explore their relationships. Explore their relationship with the Force. Like, he had all these great ideas that Lucas basically just shut down. And I will never, ever... Ever, as long as I live, as much as I love the man, I will never forgive George Lucas for the way he treated Gary Kurtz. Because once that happened, Kurtz was basically, and he did this to David Prowse too, he just basically shunned him. And he was not involved, wasn't involved in Lucasfilm, wasn't involved like anything when these films came back and the franchise was like revitalized and whatever. Like Kurtz should have been given a nod, at least at the bare minimum. For his importance, his uh, ability as a producer to bring Star Wars into the world. Literally, this dude brought American Graffiti and was like, okay, I want to do a space opera. Okay, I'll produce that with you. And then literally the logistics of, George, I don't want to direct anymore. Okay, I'll oversee production. I'll be in London. You be in L.A. doing like whatever you do with your special effects. I'm going to make sure this all works. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's one of the greatest films ever made on Empire. And then 
Because I but disagree like, with you about your that, direction, I'm out. Your I point being that, that Revenge of the Jedi... Return, Return of the Jedi. Revenge being the original. I was looking at my list, and I was looking at Revenge of the Sith when I said right. that. But so. Revenge of the Jedi was the original Brian title. Twister. There's literally but, posters yeah. that you can get. Um, that being said, your point being that Return of the Jedi, not as good because, because it Kurtz lost was out. the direction of Kurtz. Kurtz. Yeah. Kurtz. And what's great is Pablo Hidalgo, who I love on Twitter. Ugh, He's my king. the Lucasfilm savant. King. And I love how he came to it, like through the role playing yeah. games. Like I love his story. I love what he does on Twitter. I love what Same. he does with Lucasfilm. But I will say the one pushback I ever gave him, he did some quip about how you know because everything that when I was a kid is now back, and yeah. it's like and everyone jokes like the, the new indie film, the new Star Wars film, is like oh you so and so ruined my childhood, you know. And I made some quip about. And because he, he had joked about, oh, Lucas can't ruin your childhood anymore or whatever. And I was like, yeah, well, he couldn't if Kurtz was still involved. And they're like, and he usually lets a lot of that stuff kind of slide. But I knew I kind of got him. Like, I kind of got under his skin there because I'm sure that, like, that's a real touchy subject for anybody who works with Lucasfilm. Yeah. Because, look, Gary Kurtz is as much... Yeah, they're listening to this right now and blacklisting me as yeah. we speak. They're going to see my application they're for not. social media and they're going to be like, They're not literally... You. Gary Kurtz not is you. as much... Like, I'm not exaggerating. As I enjoy him. I He is as responsible as George Lucas for Star Wars being as great as it is as a franchise, yeah. as a story, yeah. as a entity. Gary Kurtz deserves every bit of kudos of adulation anything you want to say as George Lucas does and look Lucas bless him love him as a storyteller as an imagination as whatever but Gary Kurtz R.I.P. passed away this past year like I will never ever 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 allow his memory to go you know untainted or you know forgotten or whatever you want to call it like this man love this man and he's so important and I love the fact that he fought back against hey let's do another Death Star let's put some Ewoks like I love that he was like George yeah no he's the last guy who ever told George no literally the last guy who said George this is stupid yeah so that's Return of the Jedi for me at number five he probably had the last lap though watching those prequels (laughs) yeah exactly I don't know whatever 100% Okay, so I made my um, five and four a package deal, so I was going to say my number three. My five, not like tied, but like my five was Empire and then my four was A New Hope. Okay. So I was going to say my number three. Wait, so wait, I got to do my, should I do my number four first? Yeah, do your number four first. My number four is Rogue One. Okay, that makes sense. I love Rogue One. Uh, It was a little lower on your list, understandably. Uh, For me, Rogue One is probably the best film that Disney's made. Which is uh, of the Star Wars yeah. films, which is funny because it's like yeah, period. Because Tony not Toy had Story. to come come in and do uh, you know kind of a, a, a salvage job, um, which is it's always weird to me. But uh, like it's funny when you watch the original trailers and there are scenes that aren't in the film because yeah. they ended up like cutting, cutting them out. all sorts of stuff around yeah. it, but. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's war. It's yeah. I love that. It's very much your John thing. Noel, who had the idea, who pitched it to Kathleen Kennedy, 
literally takes a line, one line of like text from the opening crawl of the original film, and is like, "That's a movie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's yeah. just crazy because it's like, fun. um, that's I agree. mad no, on I its agree. surface, but like, it's so great. Yeah, it's so no, great. Like, yes, Rebel Spies have. Oh my god, that's a film. Oh my god, I and love one that. of my favorite things about Rogue One. I mean, I didn't touch on it before because I was explaining why it was right. so low on my list. Right, but right. like, one of my favorite things about Rogue One is that it highlights probably my favorite thing about the Star Wars franchise which is the the humanity of it and the idea that like nothing is a statistic do you know what I mean like yes yes we everything is such a powerful moving story and like like you said like it's only one line of text in the crawl but then that was blown into like here's what happened here's here's how that happened here's how that came here's how these people were connected and you feel for them and you get invested in them and then it's like not everything works out not everything is return of the jedi well, i will say ewok party and I, yes exactly yeah. and i love that gareth edwards said you know originally when they were writing it it was well okay but we've got to have some people survive and whatever because we don't think disney will let us kill everybody and kathleen kennedy legit said no no it's okay like if you yeah. want kill if them it's- all I Good love history. that. And I love... And that's why... My queen. I like, love Like, so Kathy many Kennedy. people give Kathleen Kennedy shit. And it's I like... She's so great. I love she's her. She's so great. She's such a great steward I love that of she wears the, the same outfit to every Star Wars <laughs> she event. She really does. That blazer she with wore, the Star Wars yeah, shirt underneath. She wore it. She wore it to Celebration this year. <laughs> and so I felt true. like I was watching, like... Because when the, she... The when YouTube she, videos when you watched she, no, no, the no. last 10 When years. she and Daisy came on stage... And she was wearing right. that. I felt like I was watching a third celebrity. That's I was like, great. "This, outfit, this is outfit is iconic." Like I've seen you wear this like twenty times right. at like every so single true. thing. Was, like, but bless her, bless no, her. No, I love her. And bless George She's Lucas. She's my favorite thing bless about George Lucas right forever yeah. for having Picking the foresight her. to say, yeah. you know, this is like, what am I even? Because I remember there was an interview. I can't remember where it was, but he said like, and I was kind of thinking, who should I, you know. Who would I nominate? Who would I think to pass this yeah. to? And he's like, oh, wait, of course, Kathy. And I love that he yeah. had that idea, and I love that he did it, and I love that she accepted. And yes, because she's fucking baller, I love man. she. She's Kathy, baller. if you listen to this, please do a photo op or a signing at Celebration. How great would that be? 2020. I can't, see, I can't believe she I would it. literally, like, I'd be like my queen. Like, I'd bring props for our photo. Like, <laughs> I love her so much. I would wear the same outfit as you, queen. I'd, like, buy this whole ensemble. That's great. All right. Um, so my number three now yes. is Solo. Um, That's my number three too. Really, we matched on Come one. Come on, we Woo! matched on one. That's amazing. We matched on one. Um, yeah. My favorite thing Disney's ever done was with uh, Star Wars. Ever, 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 ever. It's not it. my favorite thing it. that Disney's done and with even, Star Wars. I know, but, I know but where we're going. I love Solo. I love Solo. It's my favorite standalone out of the two. I, love, I know, right? <laughs> but no, I will say just because of the fact, I love that despite the fact that they had such turnover, turmoil. Throughout literally the shoot, turmoil. They literally had to bring people back. I will say the one. The thing whole that, time they were planning that, I was literally like, I, because I was like, I'm gonna have to go watch this. And uh, it seems like a. The one thing that disaster. was really hard about that, though, like in retrospect, is Michael K. Williams, who was supposed to be the baddie, and then like because they reshot it all, he could he had already scheduled something. Oh yeah. So that's why uh, 
what's his name? Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany is he's so good, in though. the film. He's great. Paul Bettany. But God, so I would have loved to see Michael K. Williams in that role. Oh, that'd been great. But all of that said, Donald, how great is that film? Donald Glover as Lando literally oh gave he, me my he rights. He needs his own film. Gave, literally, he does. He I've said that. Film. Gave we me need my a Lando rights. Film. Um, I have so much to say about Solo. I will save my biggest point for last. Okay. First, I cannot believe how lucky they got with Alden. I cannot believe right? how lucky they got. Okay, my buddy Corey I can't imagine and his casting girlfriend Rachel, one of the most iconic characters of all time and getting somebody who does it that well. He were like, they were like, my friends were like, oh, he was terrible. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, he's so good in that film. No, he's so he's good. So he's, good. He's so fucking good. So I love him. effing. Good. Alden Ehrenreich so is my flip phone wielding <laughs> king. I love him. I, He's phenomenal. And even I, somebody who did not grow up with the original trilogy right. and is not as, you know, pos- not possessive, but and I precious did. over it as you guys are. Han Solo is literally exactly. my favorite character of all time. But that's and what I'm I saying. Him. That's what I'm saying, though, is like I'm not as precious about it as people who grew up with it. But even I was like dubious. I was like, right. really? You're going to get somebody to play Han Solo? Solo right. And I went into it and I was just so blown away. His acting is incredible not just because first of all my favorite thing that i love about it is like he's iconic han solo has the mannerisms has the spunk all that stuff but he really introduces us to a different han that i that that fits the movie like way more vulnerable way closer to the surface like hasn't gotten that sort of grit yeah exactly just love it so that's what i hope i know our, our friends at, what was the name? Resistance? Res- what is it? Resistance Broadcast. They, they, they want to make Solo 2 happen. Out. Like, yo, I really want it to happen. I know you they're think n- it never will. They're not going to do it, but, but I want it so I bad. I want it so bad just to see them on Tatooine and Han meeting Jabba. Like, I got to see it. Okay. I got to see it. Okay. To Lando. Incredible. Donald is so good. Incredible. So good. He's and he has phenomenal. some of the best lines in the movie. Like Oh, of course. Just the 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 jokes, the the give him the old razzle dazzle. Like he just has talking. I I Everything you've him. heard about me. My favorite true. scene is when they go to get the Falcon and there's You the love boot. that bit. I, know. I love the boot, it. So the boot much. is on the Falcon. I will have to have words with somebody about this. That, <laughs> you must have experience with that this. sends me every time and it's because of Donald's delivery. It's so good. But and my favorite character in that movie is kind of tied. You love L three. I love L three. Who other than L three could it Kira. possibly be? Kira. Oh, Kira. All right. Kira. I love L three. She's my favorite Star Wars droid of all time. I all love right. her. Right. I just think she. Li- that's like my whole review. I'm like she, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But <laughs> she's just so like three-dimensional and I think that's so rare from a droid I think it's so interesting to explore the idea that they though? have romantic I mean, attraction like, yeah, I think so I think it's she's interesting like, to a- I have rights that's it like that's her thing that's my thing but like, I know, but like, is that three dimensions? Yes, not that part particularly. I'm just saying I think it's interesting to imagine that a droid has this deep kinship with a human that, that was, includes I'll romantic that. attraction because clearly she's in love with Lando. And I'm like, that's so interesting. No, but she says she this isn't. Thing, yeah, but she doesn't mean it. <laughs> you Honestly, you didn't get that she was in love no, with Lando? I know, when she's I like, know, me and Lando have this thing. And Kira's yeah, like, right? It could never mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She's clearly in love with him. Right. Anyway. That be, that aside, my, the most interesting thing about Solo, 
in my opinion, the reason it should have a second movie, literally the reason it should have some sort of expansion, Kira is some, and freaking is Kira Darth Maul is Kira. I cannot believe that we were gifted this thing and now it's probably like not going to go anywhere because Kira is hands down one of the most interesting, and I said this last week and I'll say it again, one of the most interesting Star Wars characters of all time. I agree. One of totally the most agree. nuanced, and I want her tragic, and Darth Maul, like, amazing characters. I want to see what happens there. And yes, I am an apologist for villains with redemption <laughs> qualities and... Oh, humanity in she them. She ain't getting redeemed, by the way. Even no, she's go, not. She's going the opposite she's going way. The opposite and I think way. that's yeah. I think that's equally as interesting. I yeah. like Kylo and Asajj Ventress vibes where oh, it's Asajj Ventress. where they get redeemed. I need an Asajj Ventress. You know film. what I think is the interesting? Yeah, same. Oh, same. God, I would I kill for, literally I, I would kill that. for that. I need that in I my love life. she's one of my all time favorite Star Wars characters. Oh, but so here's what I think is interesting. It's like Kylo is like he's gonna get redeemed and he's gonna come back to the light. Oh God! See, literally you know, putting we my just wait till we get to the last sh- Jedi on your sh- fucking sh- list because I know it's coming. Shush, right. we're putting that aside for mm-hmm. right now, yeah, but okay. it's happening. Sure. And then Kira is the opposite, where she's going to the dark. Yes. And then Ventress is literally like the culmination, where she starts light, goes dark, right. comes back to the light. Yeah, I feel. Like I that. am so sick. Of these namby pamby lightsiders getting all <laughs> this screen time when there are these literally these tragic, really interesting, yeah, yeah conflicted, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel wonderful, that. complex characters well, that get like hey, 30 seconds of hey, screen time. Hey, that's why The Mandalorian is going to be awesome. I cannot wait. I am not ready for these so Boba Fett fuckers to be like all over Dude, my timeline. Like, just relax. Like, I'll watch it and we'll see what I and think gonna about it. And it's going to be great it. and you're going to love it. Just we'll, relax. We'll see what I think about it, but yeah. I don't think it's going to be for me. It's going to so be So awesome. hopefully I'll like it. I can't but wait. That being said, so we're Kira at, is we're, incredible. So we're both at her. three with Solo. Yeah. I will say, what's funny about Solo is when they're doing the Kessel Run, right? Mm-hmm. And Beckett is on the ventral cannon. Yes. And... He like literally shoots one of the TIE fighters and goes, Woo! Yeah. Which echoes Finn shooting yeah. a TIE fighter and going, Woo! Okay, but can And we literally, just say, wait, wait, let me finish. And Ray in Last Jedi. Yeah. I like this. Yes, like, yeah. okay, we get it. The Falcon gun <laughs> is fun. Like at that point, literally it's like when Beckett smugglers went, run ad. It kind of is. Like yeah. when literally when Beckett went, Woo! I was like, okay. I think we've hit yeah. peak like ventral cannon on the Falcon. Like Everyone's done yeah. it now. We've brought it back. We're all very excited <laughs> yeah. that the Falcon is back. But I think we need to like explore other avenues of the yeah. Falcon. Which is, by the way, something I appreciated about Last Jedi. Yeah. Which like um, you know, with, with Ray, Escape Pod, all that. Yeah. Like a little something different about the Falcon. But I will say if anybody has the Woo trademarked, it's Finn. The Woo yeah, is yeah. Finn's 100%. thing. hundred percent. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like it was like Did you see that? Did, did you, you see that? that? Well that was that was the TIE Fighter. But anyway. Yeah. But yes, Still. like that was literally a callback almost. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when he says woo like I was like, yeah. wait a second. Like we okay, we've seen it like three movies now where we've we're all very yeah. excited that the guns are back. And that brings me to number two. Number two. Which is Force Awakens for me. Um this The greatest is film difficult. I've ever seen in my entire life. Madeline Knight. Yeah, that was my quote when I left the theater. But, okay. I am more than well aware that it is a carbon copy of A New Hope. Correct. And it is one of my least favorite things about the movie. Right. But 
What overshadows that for me mm-hmm. is the characters, which are now like so important to me. Yes. And and I mean the the Ray introduction oh, is like one of the best character so introductions great. in so the history of Star great. Wars. Yes. Poe, the who Amazing. talks first. Yes. I oh my god. First, that whole first. bit. That whole bit. That was like I was like okay. Okay, I like this. I like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So great. Um, and I knew my life was like over forever when Kylo stops his blaster in midair. That's the, so great. The the shot in midair. So great. I was like, oh, it's over for me. Like it's done. Like that's but, a JJ thing. That's yeah. so so inventive. So great. Such a great idea. But hands down, one of the best parts of the Force Awakens is Finn's storyline. What a creative. Well executed storyline, like John Boyega makes it happen. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, one hundred percent. Like, what a great character, just like all around. And that is probably why The Force Awakens lands so high on my list. First of all, I would never have become a fan if those characters had not been a part of the universe. But second of all, second of all, like the way that they're introduced to us is so. Perfect. perfect. Yes. Just the way that they but all... And it's like, it could have been so contrived and like, here are all these This is what I was new- saying earlier. The, like, they're all introduced to us in the first half hour. Like, the yeah. introduction of these characters is brilliant. Like, I love it. But th- this is and where we... And then Han comes. This is where we differ. And it's like, oh, God. This is where we differ, though, because oh, I oh. don't feel it's that like, way. When Han shows up, it's literally the Falcon going into hyperdrive in The Empire Strikes Back okay. when the hyperdrive I breaks. I disagree. I don't feel that way. I was saving it for it to be on my list, so now I'm going to say right. my piece, which is... Go ahead. I disagree... I think some of it is obviously going to be fan service because it's like, oh, the original trilogy characters are back yes. and like whatever. Yes. But I fucking love the middle of that film. I like all the stuff you were talking about at Maz's. I loved that. I love the Han Solo. I and love I that. Loved, and I, I love, love the, the Force Vision. The I Force love, Vision's great. I love the one of my favorite moments in that movie is Finn and Ray, and he's like, "Come with me," and she's like, "We have to take this back to your base." I hate base. that. I hate all that. I love that. It's, so, I love it's boring that. as hell. I love. I it. will say though, I have never been like. There's never been a moment where I've been like more condescending as a Star Wars fan than this podcast. No, just kidding. Correct. <laughs> kidding. No, kidding, but kidding, like kidding. <laughs> literally. After Force Awakens comes out, and all of the blogs are like, in the Force Vision, the first image we see is of the Bespin hallway. At, like, if you don't recognize that that's the Bespin hallway, just get out. Like, just go. You're not a Star Wars fan. Sorry. Like, the second that appeared, I knew exactly what it was. It was the hallway in Empire Strikes Back when Luke is fighting Vader. Everybody who's ever seen Star Wars knows that. But more importantly to me is when Rey is in the rain and Kylo is killing that. Well, at the time, we didn't know who it was. He was just killing somebody, the Knights of Ren. And now we come full circle to the Rise of Skywalker trailer where he is (sighs) killing somebody with the exact same helmet as in her Force vision. Only this time, he's on the other side. He's facing them and fighting them as opposed to them being behind him. You want redemption to happen so bad. I it's think so you mean funny. Ben Demption. It's so funny. It, oh my God! If and I, am, so I'm funny. not even kidding. If Ben does not get redeemed in the Rise of Skywalker, what are you gonna do, Madeline? I'm going to put on my clown makeup and <laughs> bury myself because this is all I've ever wanted from these movies. Oh, I'm like, it. oh, the culmination. And this is another thing. This, uh, 
I mean, I have so much evidence to make my point at this case. Right. And I said this to my dad before, is I have enough evidence both ways to be like, <laughs> the they're going to kill him with no redemption. Or I have or enough evidence totally to convince redeemed. myself that he's going to be I redeemed and live. I just want to see him pilot the Falcon. That's all so I do I. That's and all that's I not going to happen unless he gets redeemed. So get on the fucking train. But that being said... I don't said, care enough. But I want to see him pilot the Falcon. Okay, that I so see. he has to be redeemed. But how great. Hey, he was on board the Falcon in Force Awakens, but they cut the scene. I know the they scene. cut the scene out. So... He could still get on the Falcon and pilot it and still be on the dark side. I don't How care. How dope would that be? That would be so dope. It'd be great. Um, Sorry. Anyways, great. I want him to be redeemed. <laughs> but like, okay, so here's my thing though. Yes. is like, I think it's going to be a Leia What's so funny catalyst. I'm le- yes, of course it will. And I think of he's going to be redeemed way earlier in the film than we would think. I don't think it's going to be a third act. Okay, wait. I think it Let's might get be back to our list because now we're going to the Rise of Skywalker. We'll save that for another podcast. Fine. We get, yo, we can talk Rise of Skywalker That's all true. summer. That's true. Um, and we probably will. That's true. Okay, but what I find interesting right now, because I'm just about to read my number two. My number two is the, the OG of your number two. Because my number two is A New a Hope. A New Hope, yeah. And what's so funny is I know your number one is Last Jedi, and my oh, number is one... It? I didn't even notice. <laughs> my number one is Empire. So it's yeah, very interesting. Yeah, that is super that, like, interesting. Your, your two Oh, God, the, mirrors, the, the rise of Skywalker is bad. <laughs> your, your number two mirrors my number two, and your number yeah, one mirrors so my funny. number one as the number one and number two of our respective I've trilogies. I've said that before, too. I've said that before, too, which I think Very the, M- the Last Jedi is probably my Look, empire. Look, for New Hope, what you were saying earlier about the way the characters are introduced, etc., I love, obviously, it's the film that I saw as a five-year-old, my earliest memory of Star Wars ever, ever, of anything having anything to do with Star Wars, was my parents bringing us to the cinema, my sister and I, with some friends of ours, the box who uh, live out on a farm in Wisconsin. And they they have three young boys. At the time, they had two when we were going to see this. And we couldn't get in. It was sold out. It was a phenomenon. And this was, uh, you know, before... A new hope outsold. <laughs> but this was before, you know, these days, you know, a film gets released, a big blockbuster, and it's like everywhere instantly. Yeah. Uh, it's in every cinema, and they book a hundred screens. One. Nobody knew. No one knew. Why no one knew. No was, one knew. Yeah. And it had been out for a while. Yeah. Like it didn't come to Appleton, freaking Wisconsin, no, yeah. uh, on the first run. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when it did, it was the hottest thing, and we couldn't get in. We couldn't get in. The first time I ever saw A New Hope, the original Star Wars, was at a drive-in theater in Appleton, Wisconsin, right off Highway 41. And I got a nosebleed during the <laughs> cinema. And I'm, I'll never forget, we took ice out of the, the soda that we had ordered, soda, one of the sodas we had ordered, and my mom wrapped up the ice in a, like a napkin or whatever, and I put it on my nose, and I, I like didn't miss a beat. And the film was amazing, like Aww. I loved it so much, I was yeah. like enthralled, and on our way home, like, our car that we were in was the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Like, in my five-year-old mind, mind yeah. it was like, oh, my God, we are... Because it was it was dark. And yeah. we, it was like, oh, my God, we're in space. And we're, this is the Falcon. And I'm, like, chewy. Like, it was just... I was so... Like, the whole world changed yeah. that night. But that's what I'm... Like, that's what happened for me with The Force Awakens. Right. Like... Of course. It's... it's it does Because it's different than, like... 
me showing you the originals yeah. on a, te- a tiny television in our yeah, apartment yeah, on yeah. Dittmar's. You know what I mean? But also, like, totally. seeing... Um, and not that Leia Larger wasn't... Larger characters. But not even that Leia wasn't, but, like, seeing a girl... Oh, the main 100%. character, yes. the one wielding She's the, the lightsaber. Yes. Yeah, like no that doubt. was. But also seeing a main character that's interesting and yes. not annoying. <laughs> Big deal. Oh god. I'm so anti. I'm so anti original trilogy Luke. He's so annoying. He's so great. He's, He's so, so great. And to that point, New Hope. Like, look. I love 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 forever and ever and ever. You were talking about like pacing, right? And we were yeah. talking about Force Awakens and how it, for me first 25 30 minutes of that film are amazing yeah what's incredible to me about new hope is the idea that we don't get to the hero we don't get to george lucas his avatar basically in luke like for a good long while Mm, yeah like and what's funny is that lucas has talked about how he like set it up this journey right you you meet leia and you meet the droids and you get to Tatooine you meet you know Luke finally about 20 minutes into the film and he was like well I can't wait this long to introduce the protagonist so he cut a version where you meet Luke down and you there are stills out there and now there are some deleted scenes they're on YouTube they're on some of the like deleted scene stuff that's out there where he's on Tatooine looking up with his macro binoculars and looking at the battle uh, that you see in the first part of the film. Could have been so weird. And he's like, it just doesn't work. No. It just doesn't work. It just kills the momentum. And it, I'm so glad that he made that choice. Yeah, Because me the too. natural kind of progression to meeting all these people up and to, up to meeting Obi-Wan and then Solo and then getting off Tatooine, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. And one of my favorite things it. about... Um, the Force Awakens is um, obviously in the first scene we meet Kylo um, on the village in the village, and his conversation with Laura Santeca is like s- sort of just right. like the perfect um, you know exposition for the movie. Just everything that Laura Santeca says piques yes. your interest enough to be like, okay, this is like What's not the same. Yeah, him being like, you did not come from, from darkness yep. before you started calling yourself this name like you look how old you can't you've deny become, your, your family, family. exactly right. look how old you become something far worse has happened to you, you. like yep. all that stuff is so good and i just think it's like such a and uh, i know we're gonna talk about the rise of skywalker later but <laughs> i would love to see like that full circle progression of like him being like something far worse has happened to you and then by the end right. of it in the final scenes, he's not redeemed. redeemed. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. That so wait, Luke your number one number is the Last Jedi. Oh I love God. it so much. That depresses me. I love it so much. My number one is Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I know. Obviously. I I knew it was gonna be like of I already course. know. So wait, so what? What about Last Jedi? Like completely obsessed you about Star Wars because it clearly that's it, what happened. it did. Because I will say, The Force Awakens made me a fan. And I was like, I will go see these movies on opening night. And I am invested enough to care now. But The Last Jedi made me like a stan. Like, I run a Twitter account (laughs) called Boo Boo Ben, which is like, (laughs) I shitpost about the cast Uh, all day long. 
I ship now. I like read fan fiction. I am thoroughly invested. Wait, I spent a thousand dollars, over a thousand dollars, going to a convention because no, no, of this no. movie. And all like, of that, all of that said, you also got up at damn two a.m. Yes. I'm sorry. Left the house at two a.m. Yeah. <laughs> to meet both Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. Yeah. But and you met Daisy we this week. We on crack. This um, week. Yeah. You met Daisy. Daisy, I met like a couple days ago. I mean, I say met very loosely. I didn't right. get to say two words to her, which I don't count because right. I was saying to people like I don't do this for photos and autographs. I really just want to talk to them, right. and I couldn't because there were so many autograph people screaming at her. She graphers are she, the worst. She by the could way. not hear me. She had to duck under posters to come and see me, and she just we like quick took a photo, and she was like already like vanished like. And uh, this is not me being like, what the fuck, Daisy? Like, I'm saying, like, it was just no, too no, crazy of a situation. I could not, not have all. talked to her at yeah. all. And um, it was it was kind of a bummer. Because, like, the whole point was for me to say thank you. Like, I'm not in yeah. it for, like, a selfie, you know? Right. Um, but that being said, yes, I do get up at the crack house. The day I met Daisy, I also went to her Ophelia screening. Right. So I... And I tried you to were do, up for a close to 24 and I hours. tried to do stage door for Adam the same night because I was already out so I was up 23 hours probably <laughs> um, because of Star Wars because of Star Wars yeah because of last Jedi because of the last Jedi yeah. and I will say I've met Adam not to flex no but like <laughs> I've met Adam three times now and that like and he remembered you the second you, time if you had told impressive. me after watching the force awakens that I'd be like meeting Adam Driver. I've I would be like I wouldn't want to like I'd be too nervous. Right. But like after the Last Jedi, it, like makes sense. He plays my favorite character, but also like because of that movie, I have like devoured every piece of content of the cast now, right, and right, right. I feel like I know them so well right, right, that I'm like I literally I was saying, telling my dad he's doing like the last two weeks of his show here and I was like I'm gonna bring him some cereal like I'm going to <laughs> some bring puffins. I'm going to bring him his puffins like in the next two weeks I'll just Love be there it. every night it's summer break now yep. I'm gonna be you there every night yeah literally I am unemployed at the moment <laughs> this is my so, job this is <laughs> like, your job to bring him puffins so but yeah that being said The Last Jedi is the movie that did that for me and um, a big part of the, I mean, I joke around about it a lot because obviously I'm a Raylo shipper, but Raylo is a big reason I got into Star Wars. I and know. and I, know. I went to the shipping panel that they did at Star Wars Celebration and I found it just so fascinating. Like, because shipping is a lot of the time attributed to my generation and like Tumblr and like all these right, right. outlets that, you know, have emerged, but. It's been around forever. And yeah. Star Wars, the original trilogy, Lucasfilm wanted fucking nothing to do with it. They were like, this is weird. We don't want it. Like, <laughs> they would not allow... And they talked about it at the panel, but they were like, right. shipping, we don't want it. Um, in our fanzines, like, just keep it, you know? And so actually, a lot of the Star Wars fan fiction that was written was published in Star Trek fanzines because oh they would be God. the ones to publish it right. it was just so interesting to hear about um and and yeah i mean whatever but that being said it's like that is like one of the reasons that i got so invested in this franchise is because i think the idea that they have such an intimate relationship when neither of them wanted it is it forces 
them to get to and force bond and whatever it forces them to get to know each other on a level that i don't think either of them want to know each other on and like b forces the audience in turn to get to know them on that level too which is like the audience in the last jedi has to reconcile with kylo's goodness and ray's weaknesses and i always thought that that was so cleverly handled and I, Again, I love I agree. it so much. I agree. I hate how the it's, filming was done, but my, I love the idea. It's my favorite yes. part of the movie is Ray and Kylo and their exchanges and yeah. where they leave yeah, it. Yeah, the force bond is awesome. My f- the the I'm just a boy standing in front oh of a girl scene God. in the throne room. I love it so much. And it's like, I think it's very easy to trivialize the idea of romance and be like, oh, that's so stupid. But it's like, I just find it so human. And, like, of course, all these days of isolation, like, he must be, like, beside himself thinking that, you know, there's this girl who has seen him for who he is and not, you know, the idea of him, you know? He literally kills her father figure and his literal father. Yeah. But, like, the man who she really kind of connected with brought her off this world which is all she's ever known. Yeah. And started to show her part, like, of the offered galaxy. Offered her a job. Offered her a job, yeah. but, like, this opened yeah. up her entire yeah. worldview, and then he kills him. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's the last person in the face of the galaxy that she wants to be involved yeah. with. Yeah. the Force clearly and, has other ideas. And that's the thing about... Like, that's what I mean. Like, the, the idea of it yeah. is great. And that's the so thing good. about the shirtless scene that everybody it's clowns. Oh everybody clowns. No, it's not. it's so dumb. No, it's not. Yes. My favorite thing that Ryan said about it was like, the last thing she wants are these force bonds, but the very last thing she wants are, is any reminder that he's human. Do you right. know what I mean? Yep. And the shirtless scene, clowning or not, forces her to be like, okay, he's human. Seeing the scar that she made not just on his face, like under the cloak. Like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I that it. to me, it's like I. They joke about it even in the movie, but I'm like, I, I understand. Like that is so such a great idea, and like I, I, I mean, whatever. So that's my favorite part of the movie. I could go on and on and on and on and on. There's like tons of other stuff, but I just really the, okay, their wait. relationship All is right. my favorite part Time of the movie. Now we're gonna talk about how fucking awesome Empire Strikes Back is because okay. like look, and then I'm coming a- back to this because I have more to say. Go ahead. You had it way too low on your list. It is, without question, the singular piece of art that made Star Wars something more than popcorn entertainment, than a Saturday afternoon serial. But that's how everything was consumed around Star Wars leading up to the release of this film, where, okay, yeah, they blew up the Death Star, whatever, good versus evil, okay, fine. And then you get to Empire, and it's like, wait, there are so many levels and so many places to explore and so many relationships that can be delved into. Like, where they took this popcorn entertainment in this film just to this day blows my mind. I still watch it and go, how, like, I can't even imagine the imagination behind it and the introduction of Lando. And the betrayal 
that you have to witness. And <laughs> did anybody die? The reveal. Yeah, I love oh, that. Was a great line. That's a great yeah, yeah, line yeah, from facts. Billy D. But like, and the revelation of Vader as the father. I just, I'll never forget riding home with my family and debating whether Vader was telling the truth or not. Mm-hmm. And unlike today, we had to wait like three fucking years to figure yeah. out, find out whether it was true or not. <laughs> so we literally spent like afternoons on the playground for years debating I mean, to be this. Fair, we still have like two years. Yeah, it's not the same amount you. of time. But, but you still get Star Wars there. movies to talk about and like true. distract you. True. You know what I mean? True. It was just this film meant everything to me. Still means everything to me. It's still by far and away the film I've watched more than any other in this world. That's true. Um, it's Madeline That's well knows. As Madeline I'm well like, knows. I'm like not you. <laughs> but and Larry Kasdan, the job he did with the dialogue and the script, uh, the introduction of Yoda. I like when my dad talks about his favorite moment and with Han and Leia. And the, oh, the shot! The sh- it's one yeah. of my favorite shot ever in the history of cinema. Yeah. This is true. And, I just like and, when he talks about it. I just I like love how, it. I, I love like it. how he explains it. I love it. it. I love it. I'm. I'm. I wasn't going to talk about it because I do go off about it. But yeah, but it's, it's my literally like you talk about it it's movie. literally like the smallest thing in the history of but this. But this is films. why I'm like I like when you talk about because that's what I respond to in Star Wars. That's so my part of it. in in Empire when the the Empire is coming in to the rebel base in Hoth at the beginning of the film and it's just the start of the attack or towards the start of the attack. And it's but it's right after you hear Imperial troops have entered the base. Imperial troops have entered the and the guy clearly gets cut off. He's been killed. Whatever. Irvin Kirshner, and this is the difference between Empire and New Hope. Because in New Hope, George basically pans or and or cuts. Uh, Richard Chu is the one who basically gives you all the emotion with his editing. And it's great, it's wonderful. George has like pan left and right. Like that's his thing. That's what he does. Or he cuts. He doesn't move the camera at all. There's no relationship between the viewer and the people in this frame. In Empire, Irvin Kirshner, who was George's teacher, (laughs) who was was, you know, a savant and did little personal films that no one ever saw, blah blah blah, went on to do a few more afterwards. But there's this one moment at, right after Imperial troops are at the base. Imperial troops are like, it's like, oh shit, it just got real. Irvin Kirshner pushes the camera in. Like it comes up on Han. Han as he's grabbing Leia. Han is like, fuck this. Yeah. We are out. Yeah. And he's like, I am saving you. Like but you that's are like not. Because you know Leia would stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leia I agree. would stick around and go make sure everyone's out yeah. and make sure all the, the transports and, are gone. And my favorite thing is also that they could have been arguing that whole film, but the moment that shit but hits that's the, the fan, but shit hits the fan, and he's like, Han is like, forget it. Come on, we're going. We're yeah, going. Yeah. Come on, you're with me. Yeah. And that's it. And but Ugh, to they... accentuate it, to emphasize yes. it, Kirshner Push pushes in. And it's yeah. that camera action. The camera pushing in on Han grabbing Leia. He doesn't like, he's not like, come on, let's go. He grabs Leia and says, come on, that's it. Yeah. Like, enough bullshit. Yeah. We are out. Yeah. Like, we've got to get out of here. I love that. Like, that moment is the greatest moment. And I've talked about a lot of, like, war. You make fun of me with a pew pew, whatever. Like, that moment 
is the most human, most connected, the best moment in yeah. any Star Wars film ever. I love that moment. Come on, that's it. Like, okay. we are out. Two things. I love that. First, the pew-pew thing. I do make fun of my dad for the pew-pewing. But that being said, I also get that from people who don't care about Star Wars at all. Right. My friend Hannah, I commented on her thing once, and she was she literally commented back. She was like, okay, but you think planes going pew pew is like <laughs> your whole life, so I don't want to hear it. And I was right. like, well, okay, she kind of has a point. Um, <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> I'm like, she has a long-term relationship, and I wake up at 2 a.m. to go see Adam Driver, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> and then fair. secondly fair. is my favorite moment in the history of Star Wars is also in my number one movie, yes. which is The Last Jedi. Yes. My favorite moment in the history of Star Wars is when they kill Snoke and the lightsaber is coming towards them and Ray reaches up and catches the hilt yep. and stands up. And they and look my, at each other. Yes. That my moment favorite is moment baller. in the history of Star Wars is the music swells, Stream a New Alliance, and Ray is like, I? And then mm-hmm. Kylo's lightsaber ignites but off screen. Yes. So you and, just you see, see it illuminate see his face. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he his face there is so yeah. and can I just say Adam Driver is a gift to Star Wars. Like, I'm not even saying that. Yeah. Like, as no, a fan. No, I know. I know exactly just, the shot like, you're talking about. He yeah, yeah. is... He's such he's a great. fucking good actor. But, yeah. like, he has the face of, like, someone who, A, can't believe he just did that. Yep. B, is, like... All in one, by the way. This is yeah, all yeah, yeah, one yeah, shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, I know exactly what you're A, talking about. A, can't believe he just did that. B, is, like being like yeah i'm on your side now to ray like communicating that and then c is like preparing himself for the next portion of like what they're gonna have to do like it's all in like 30 not even it's all in like 10 seconds like uh not even 10 seconds not even even like three seconds it's like three but like i just love that moment so much when they're both like are we about to do oh we're, we're okay we're gonna do this like yep. i just love that it's great moment it's like great. it's so if good they're so connected they're so like that just happened yeah let's, let's go. do it like yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they turn and they both so face great. the guards i was like oh they yep. <laughs> and like i'm hoping that the rise of skywalker is good that, <laughs> that like for two I'm hours i'm <laughs> hoping that the rise of skywalker has like blows my mind and like right has even more moments because here's my thing is jj said that the last jedi really inspired him um to be more experimental and not do like another because he said he felt so much pressure when he made the force awakens and that's why they kind of ended up doing a new hope hope again again. and so he was like the last jedi made him realize he doesn't have to do that over and over again so now he's saying for this movie, he's not doing another New Hope, which makes me so excited. Yeah, he's going to do Return of the Jedi. No, I no, no, I'm kidding. But uh, Return of the Jedi I is mean, also a New Hope. I know. But, like, but I'm saying, like, the, I'm just so excited at the idea that now J.J. is going to be a little more experimental in the next movie, because I think I that's mean, where shit, Star Wars... I mean, shit, to get Palpatine and he's got to be. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's work? where Star Wars thrives. I think, I mean, I just love it. We'll but see. also, I'm hoping that he takes some sort of, like, and just in terms of the cinematography, I hope he takes some cues from Ryan, too, because Last Jedi is, like, one of the most beautifully shot movies I've ever seen in my life. I will say, there are some gorgeous, gorgeous. shots in Last Jedi. I no also no really love... One of my favorite, like, technical things that Ryan does in the movie is the sound is, like, yes. my favorite thing yeah. ever. 
all the I things. Think the sounds the, are better than the shots. The, actually, the force bond when yeah, it goes. That stuff is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silence. Hundred percent. Love it. I love yeah. how it's just their voices. And he talks about this. I've watched the the Last Jedi director commentary commentary like twenty seven times now. <laughs> so like I just reference it all the time. But like oh, when Lord. he talks about they were experimenting with it and he thought it was too risky to have all the other sounds drop out and it just yeah. be their voices. But they were like, this is the only way that it like really works. And I'm so glad they took that yes, risk and did it that great. way because it's, it's so great. great. It's great. And I love when Holdo... Because they're like, connected. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I love when Holdo has her big moment where it's yeah. all the... Like, it goes silent as she goes oh, through the ships. Love that. And one of my favorite stories was Andy Gutierrez or whatever yeah, right, right. who hosts the Star, the Star Wars show. Wars she was like, yeah. she went to a showing Your where... Favorite. She went to a showing where... I love my queen, Andy Gutierrez. I don't watch the Star Wars show, but she's great. Um, But, like, she went to a showing where um, the, you know, that shot came on, and it was, like, silence, like, through the ships. And she said there was, like, a little kid sitting near her, and he went, whoa. (laughs) And I I love that. Like, I just love the idea of thinking, like, this kid is experiencing Star Wars for the first time. He's like, whoa. And seeing that and going, Cause me too, me too, totally. and like I know I talked about Raylo a lot because it's my favorite part no. of the movie, but I will say, I also really love the idea of a resistance mutiny. I I was really happy with that. I loved um, Poe being like chaotic, gay the whole movie. That was hilarious. When when they're like, let's not have a scene, and he's like, no, no let's, and I'm like, ugh, he had we had to stand. And then I love. Um, I really, really, I know you. Don't. No film that has Canto bite in it can be number one. In the and Star that's Wars game. my favorite. I'm sorry. This is my it thing, can't. though. And it this cannot. Is, this is what I find. It's so fucking bad. Okay. It's so fucking Stop bad. Stop. Burn it talking. with fire. Stop. You've been talking for ten minutes. I know. I'm allowed to speak. I know, but I'm not done. And then, <laughs> but this is my thing, though. This about is we're literally by the way. We're like, like an two hour hours and a half. in. Oh, we're doing way better than I thought. I would, <laughs> thought we were doing. But, okay, here's my thing, is Canto Bite is the worst part of the movie, and it's really bad, and I don't like it. It's, like, as bad as you think Phantom Menace is. It's that bad. I think it's, like, Attack of the Clones bad, but, like, whatever. It's fucking awful. But, like, I don't like, I don't like Canto Bite at all, and that shows you how fucking good the rest of the movie is. It's so excellent that... I don't even care about Canto Bite being yeah, the in Beatrix it. Potter like, fucking so character is like good. keeping up the Jedi temples. Come on, it's so the rest of it is so good that like the Canto Bite part. It's so bad. Is, like, it, it's, it's so, so bad. It's oh so God, bad, but so I bad. overrule it anyway. Oh God, no! But the rest of it, even like fucking, we should have scrapped our fighters five minutes ago. I like, like that. Oh God, just say the lines, dude. Like so. Bad. He is saying the lines. All right, we gotta go because we're gonna like, debate this all night. But Fine. anyway, I well, yo, hour and a half, top eleven Star Wars films. I bad. knew this was gonna be a long one though. It would. We're talking yeah, about course, every single Star Wars movie and you know what? ever. We're deep into the Star Wars off season right now <laughs> until we get another full <laughs> yeah. length trailer. Off so season, yeah. yeah, you know, like so. There's a whole lot of news to talk about this week. So you know, yeah. no revelations about Ray being in another. Although I did Revelations see that D and D are going to be at uh, a celebration. Ugh. 
so I can throw tomatoes Not at them. You. Literally, Not me and you. all my friends. Literally, me and all my friends being like, "Boo!" for what they did. Listen, to this is this is I the know. fucking gag. I'm aware. This is the fucking gag. Is D and D is gonna come to celebration, and they're going to be met with the cold, harsh reality that the teenage girls also stand, and so we are going to clown them for what they did to our girl because. All the Raylos are also Daenerys stands, and we were fucking robbed in season eight. What I love, wait, but can I t- bring my world into this? Because I love that Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, literally tore them apart about oh, yeah. the ending of Game of Thrones <laughs> and saying, <laughs> well, I guess they were busy with Star Wars. <laughs> I love that. Like, he legit yeah. said, like, because that's the reason. That's the reason. It's that's true. legit the reason. It is true. Like they were like, "Oh, uh, okay, we got to finish this. Uh, yeah. We're doing Star Wars. We've been contracted to Star Wars. We've got to do this trilogy. Let's just get this shit done." Count with. it out exactly. And that I was agree. exactly it. I agree. And Aaron Rodgers called them out publicly. And Aaron Rodgers is legitimately in, in, in that last episode. I know. And my I love okay, it. here's my thing: is D and D recently was announced that they're going to Comic Con for the it. Game of Thrones panel. Yeah. And, That's what I meant. And, not celebration. And, right. and guess and get this. I thought they were coming to celebration because right. I didn't. I thought I hadn't heard it until you said no, it. So no, 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 they, no. They're about to get clowned. No, 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 no. But okay, they probably will be though. They have I to know. promote it. They probably will go. Anyway, that being said, D and D is going for the Game of Thrones panel, but not Amelia, Kit, Sophie, like literally any of the main characters. And I'm like, do they? you guys? want to get murdered i'm like <laughs> so confused if you don't have the fan favorites there to protect you like if amelia's there i'm going to be i'm going to pretend i loved this season right, right, right? right. but if it's just you guys who kid. ruined it yeah i'm gonna boo with everybody else like i yep. just think that they are getting themselves into a world of hurt and i saw this <sighs> interview clip online where they were like i hope it's like a breaking bad ending was where everybody was like was that an a or an a plus and i'm like Y'all have got another thing coming. Y'all have got another thing coming. Love it. Um, There we go. I mean, an hour and a half of raw Star Wars talk. If you don't like it, uh, you're on the wrong podcast. Because this is what we do. We nerd out Star Wars every week for the rest of our lives. That's what we're going to do. Madeline, you got anything else to say to the fine folks out there? Um, I don't know. Just like Stan Raylo, I guess. I... (laughs) Sorry, I asked. We- <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. Who knows what we'll talk about, but it'll be Star Wars, whatever yeah, it is. definitely. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thank Spread the you. word. Hey, if you like it, tell your friends. If you don't, you Tell suck. your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends. Bye. This This podcast Woo. sucks. You should listen to it. <laughs> All right. We'll talk Bye. to you soon. May the force be with you.